You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Mega Crash Beyond. I could have sang the opening to really fit with the theme, but I can't think of rhymes <laughs> off the top of my head unless I'm really, really high. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they're probably not that great then anyway, right? No. <laughs> but I feel like they flow. In the moment, they're amazing. You're not yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever just sat around... Like an idea, I don't know, it always happens. Somewhere, somehow, an idea will come into my head when I'm in that state. And I'm just sitting there thinking, this is a great idea. I need to jot this down. Mm -hmm. But I'll keep it up. But I'll be so focused on trying to keep it that I forget about the pencil and I never write it down. So I've probably lost a lot of great ideas. Maybe. Got them phones, man. Just record a talk to text real fast on a note app or whatever you got. I should. Yes. I should just grab the, hit the voice recorder Mm -hmm. and just speak it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? In the moment. And then you could have a lot of fun the next day reading back through it and seeing exactly the thought process you had going on. Yeah. That would have been ideal. Future, future note. I, I should. I should. There's maybe like one or two that have kind of stuck around. And even as I think about them, I'm just like, I guess it would be a funny thing, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, what what am I to do with this information? <laughs> that, yeah, well, yeah. You, well, you got to make sense of it later if you want to turn it into anything. Yeah. Or not. I don't know. It could be some like SNL skit for a minute. You know, those that they never know how to end and then just something really random happens so they can get themselves out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such an odd way to, to exit a, a sketch sometimes. Oh, yeah. They, you could always tell when I was like, they didn't know how to end this one. They just had an idea they wanted to do. <laughs> I think the the talk show ideas are probably the best thing because mm. you knew exactly how to get. Well, that's all the time we have. Yeah, go to commercial. It was, like, it was yeah. just two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, them advertisers got to make yeah. money. I don't know. One one of the ideas that I have seriously is a song, mm-hmm. and it's just the uh, what do, what do you call it? Like the. Um, uh, the I don't know songs. I do when when my brain is functioning properly. Sure. Where you just the 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 chorus is it the chorus? What Where the you, repeating part? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. The chorus. So it's the chorus. I have it in my head. I can uh-huh. hear it right now in my head. Uh-huh. But I don't know what to do with it. I feel like there's a song in there, but I've just got to figure out how to put it out there. And it's going to be a very annoying chorus. That's the other thing too. It's okay. it, it's something that will wear your nerves eventually. No <clears throat> songs ever do that. No, never. No, no, no. Because I think I, it's it's almost like the concept, and I don't want to share it right now because I want no, I want to see if I can. It. Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to foster this idea. I want to see if I could ever figure out how to to do this. But I'm not a musical person. I don't I don't play music or anything like that. If I would have kept up with it, man, I could have helped you. I was really great at the piano through high school, and then I never wanted to touch it again after I got out. Yeah, I'll show you people, and then here I sit. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the idea for it, or at least mm -hmm. the idea I have for it, is that you, you start it off and you make this little music video that, again, it's going to just annoy people. But then, mm -hmm. then it becomes notorious on something like TikTok, where they utilize a clip mm -hmm. and then stick it in with something that it takes... Because it's about... Uh, it's about being hot or something spicy. So I visualize. Oh, I was going like to say, these, which kind of hot? Okay. Yeah, you 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 eat something like watch somebody do one of those uh, those hot pepper challenges. Sure. And then you intercut the 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 chorus of that song, uh -huh. and that's how it works. Well, we got to get this going. It, of course, it has to go on TikTok for any kind of virality. So mm -hmm. at least you know where you're going. That's smart. You've already figured yeah. it out. What what it, what is it today for songs to hit big? Yeah, gotta exactly. Got to go to TikTok. Honestly, it does sound like that. Well, I mean, it, it would be, uh, yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. But, hey, if I can, like I said, if I, I can figure it out. I just need mm -hmm. um, need somebody who can play music and maybe even a mariachi band. I've got this all figured out in my head. I could find you a mariachi band easy. <laughs> I Our next door neighbor hires them for big events like at their life all the time, like birthdays, things like that. They're really good. Okay. Thankfully... Well, they don't go all night. That's always my concern when I see them taking out all their instruments and heading into the backyard literally next door. I'm like, I mm, wonder how late this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then usually they're wrapped up by like nine. And I'm like, okay, that's that's not bad. That's mm -hmm. not bad. All right. Hopefully one day it will see the mm -hmm. light of day. But I just I wish I had a budget for something to just sure. throw money at it and be like, here, let's let's make go this to now. like Fiverr. You'd be surprised that, you know, sure. there's some talented people on there that'll cut you a decent deal, you know, and even give you the the rights to whatever it is. There's musicians on there. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You never know. You know that, I know that's a place that I've been told to to put my talents out there as far as like an editor or something. You know. And I've yeah. never thought about it, but I'm just like, eh, eh. Yeah. But that's yeah. just me. <laughs> no, I feel you. You know, I, I was kind of hesitant about it um, a couple of times, but I did try it once when I was streaming and I got very quality stuff back from the guy. It wasn't a stupid amount that they, you know, that he was asking for. Um, worked with me on edits if I wanted, like you got so many re-edits if you weren't happy with the first toss. Um, and then, yeah, so I could recommend it. You know, I at least had a good experience. Mm -hmm. You okay. know, I'm sure other people did not, but worth a shot. Yeah. If it's someone that's like wanting 20, 30 bucks, even if it's crap, you spent 20, 30 bucks. You know, you didn't spend that's like $1,000 or something for or more to oh, own yeah. music, yeah. you know? Yeah. So well, I, I might have to look into that. There might yeah. be somebody out there who could nail everything that I'm looking for. I guess I just need to write a song now. And I'm not a songwriter. Well, you got to get that chorus out there. That's all you want, right? Yeah, that's that all I really chorus. want. So I I could just put together some stupid little lyrics, make it a like a two minute song. Yeah, you know, yeah, minute two minute half. songs, fair enough. You don't have to it's be plenty. bigger than that. Nope, nope, we're not meatloaf here. We can we can keep it true. in two minutes. Yeah. Two out of three, baby. <laughs> How the fuck was that man a sex symbol? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I've I've watched. I've looked. I've thought about it very briefly. No, no, no different time i guess i don't I guess. know <laughs> my, my wife loves him so oh it's even after his uh supposed uh i don't want to disparage the man i know he's dead but oh I yeah i like... was gonna say i thought you were gonna say his supposed death and i was gonna be like well i'm pretty sure it was real 
No, no, no. Unless he's uh, on the island with like Tupac and Elvis. You know? Oh yeah, that's true. He could be. He could but be. Uh, it, it's it's one of those. Uh, yeah, before the end of his days, it sounded like he was leaning uh, into Little. lunatic territory. Ah, uh, yeah, it gets so. it gets a good amount of him, don't it? Yeah, I guess <laughs> we'll, we'll get there eventually. I suppose. I guess so. I mean, I guess it comes with age, right? When we finally shut down to any new ideas whatsoever, and mm. we don't understand that anything changes from when I was your age. Don't you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like and you know. That's actually a great segue into our topic today, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> because like a uh, like a Swiss watch, as they say, mm-hmm. you can you can guarantee you're going to know when all the starts and December first, or even hell, I would say Black Friday. Yeah. Oh no, you're hearing it right then and there. Some places, maybe even a little before, are trying to get you into that spirit. You know, yeah, which... I'll see decorations sometimes go out a little after Halloween, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hmm. one at a time. One at a time. You're going to get all of our money for Christmas here very soon. You know? I think they're trying to prepare. Like, they're, they're getting it ready so they can just turn it on. They're just like, That's you just true. wait. You just wait. I'm going to turn it on. <laughs> this is what... I don't know why this reminded me. Quick blip. Do you remember when I told you the other day that I, like, opened Twitter, saw White Friday trending, and then I closed Twitter? Because yeah. I was like, what is this, you know? And I looked into it a little bit, and I'm hoping it was a long troll. Mm-hmm. But just in case... I hope everyone understands that Black Friday is when businesses go from the red, not making money, to the black, making money. Has nothing to do with race. So if people, I hope they were trolling. Let's just hope they were trolling. Like, why isn't there a white Friday? Um, That's every Friday, I guess. I don't know. But like, <laughs> but like, this has nothing to do with anything other than businesses finally make a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, if they did it all year long, I'm sure the audience here that would be listening is very smart and understands that. I just felt like mm-hmm. I had to say that like anybody on Twitter would hear me right now, but that just bothered me for a minute. I'm like, maybe it's a long troll and I fell for it because like I can't because I did see some comments like how the hell did Black Friday even start? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're sitting in front of a machine right now that could give you that answer. I love when everybody's like, I don't know how this. have you ever thought to look it up? Yeah, the research. Like, at all. Like, Google has made your life so easy at this point. It's not like you have to go to the library, go through the, you know, card system, find the book, hope you got the right book, and read all of them before you can find the... It's literally right the F there. Hey, Siri, what does Black Friday mean? There you go. But the irony is that these are the same people who are like, everything on the internet's a lie. You know what, though? You're right. <laughs> So, you know what? It probably was a troll and I fell for it. And if so, then fine. You know, I I fell for it. But if not, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) So what exactly are you wanting to discuss with Christmas music? Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's that thing every time of year. You love it. You hate it. I don't know. I'm one. I can stand it like on Christmas Eve and maybe Christmas Day. And then after that, I'm over it. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Christmas music, I wanted to kind of look into it a little bit because I'm like, when did this start? How long have we been singing Christmas carols or things about Christmas or all this kind of stuff? Um, And apparently it goes back further than even I would have guessed. And I don't know how we keep track of all of these things, if I'm being honest. But it's (laughs) saying like in the year 129, by the way, uh, a Roman bishop um, that uh, wrote a song called Angel's Hymn. 
which uh, would be sung at Christmas services in Rome. So I guess like technically that could be considered one of the first ones. Um, And then soon after this, the composers all over Europe started to write Christmas carols as we know them today. Uh, But people didn't really like them at the time because guess what? They were written in Latin and nobody like spoke Latin at the time. So (laughs) it started to seem like Christmas songs were an elitist thing at this point in time because um, they didn't want to speak the the language of the people because I do remember kind of reading that that like that was kind of their caste system you know if mm. you didn't know Latin or whatever you're kind of our lower class and then you know only the upper echelons are allowed to understand these church gatherings and all this kind of stuff it's just a very bizarre you know way of spreading God's love I guess I don't know <laughs> Sure. (laughs) You know, um, but outside of that, it seemed like, you know, it was mostly early Christian hymns, of course, you know, singing around Christmas time. Um, St. Hilary of Poitiers, Porters, Porteries. I don't know how to say these words. You guys remember me from all over the podcasting over the years. I butcher these people's names. It is what it is. Uh, But this goes back to the fourth century, um, composing some of the earliest hymns. Now, this is where we get for the birth of Jesus, where... Mm. Now we're going to start singing about, you know, the nativity and God's great love and all this kind of stuff. Even in the medieval times, they sang carols. You know, that's where you started to get the repetitive, like, festive structure that started yeah. to become popular, you know, um, in celebration of different occasions. But, of course, we're talking about Christmas for this particular one. Uh, but they weren't only religious, but did incorporate, like, secular themes. So we're starting to get to where... You know, maybe some jolly stuff instead of just God and Jesus might be in there a little bit. Uh, But then the Protestants, you know, reformed that in the 16th century with emphasis on the congregational singing. Uh, For example, they had here Martin Luther wrote, Von Himmel hoch da kam ich her. I probably didn't say that right, but from heaven above to earth I come. A Christmas hymn that contributed to the Christmas music tradition. So now we're getting those popularized. Um... I don't know. Then now we got your 17th and 18th centuries, the Baroque era. Um, So you got Johann Sebastian Bach and uh, George Frederick Handel um, incorporating Christmas themes into their work. Um, Adeste Fideles. I don't know if I'm saying that right, guys. Again, um, (laughs) O Come All Ye Faithful. We know that one Um, is believed to have been in the 18th century. Yeah. Mm. O Come All Ye Faithful, Joyful and Triumphant. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then you got your Victorian era. Um, This is where Christmas carols are even more popular um, because you saw a resurgence in the Christmas traditions now. I guess we're wanting to go back to, we want to decorate. We want to have traditions. We want to have all this stuff. Um, And so that's when we got Silent Night was out of that era. Um, And Away in a Manger, uh, which originated or, you know, gained popularity during that time. (laughs) Do you want to know? No, just because uh, I'll forget it. Okay, go ahead. The, no. uh, do Do you remember the the uh, popular? I feel like it's popular. So pro- there's probably a lot of people who don't even know this anymore. Mm-hmm. Away in the Manger, sang by this is on Saturday Night Live, sang by Tonto, Tarzan, and Frankenstein's monster. Oh God! Like it's very, very faintly familiar. I bet if I saw it again or, or something, ma- it would ring a bell. Was it Away in the Manger? I feel like it. I feel like that's it because they were sitting. It might have been. Yeah, it was away in the manger. I'm almost positive it was because they're sitting there and they're just a little Lord Jesus. Yeah, you got lay down his sweet head, and then Phil Hartman's over. Yes. 
That's yeah. all he's doing. That's probably what it sounded like anyway. Yeah. Who knows? No. Anyway, no, I'm Only sorry. Only the people with the most angelic voices, I'm sure, got to, to do these things. You know, I'm going to have um, to find that clip and s- just insert, insert it. it right there. Please yeah. do. Yes, yes. Um, but then, yeah, then we come up to the 20th century and how everything's starting to get popularized. Um, we see the rise of Christmas songs, White Christmas, for example, by Irving Berlin, performed by Bing Crosby, um, actually considered, and I know all of this is relative, but if you're looking at record holders, that is the most popular um, Christmas song by selling the most albums, listen the most times. So White Christmas, I guess, is your beloved Christmas classic of our time. Um, you still hear it all the time now. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, yeah. it's all. I mean, I'm sure that there are different versions because that's the other thing too that you have to. Oh, I yeah. always pick up on is like you know the one version that you hear almost all the time, mm-hmm. but then a new version, a new take on it with some new artist. And sometimes it it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, I mean, how can you beat? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And he's going (laughs) all the way up there. I was going to say, just like the ones I used to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's in everything. It is, yes. Um it's a yeah. Movies out on the street. I mean, you go into any department store, you're gonna hear this song every year, like clockwork. I mean, I mean I do anyway. Um uh, and then about what a few years later, and we kind of chat about this, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. uh, became a cultural phenomenon in 49 and moved out, which you talked a little bit more in the uh last pod. So if you missed that. You can hit pause, go back and hear um, about, you know, our Christmas shows that we liked where, Stephen, uh, let us know a little a little brief more history about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And if you uh, missed out on the video version, which is posted up everywhere, uh-huh. if you just listen to the audio, you've missed out on so much. Yeah. Go to the YouTubes. He might be treating you every once in a while for those of you who uh, listen over there. It's on Spotify, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, video. you know, if, if you listen, uh, that's all I'm saying. I mean, this one might be the same, but uh, the Rudolph episode, if you if you didn't watch it, you're, you're missing out on extra yeah. content. Go watch it again. You'll have even more fun. It's like a brand new pod. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Or, and, and a video of all right, now. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. But yeah, so as you know, Christmas songs keep evolving. Um, new stuff, new reinterpretations all the time keep happening. Uh, and I mean, and then we move into the 90s um, where Mariah Carey enters the scene. And of course, mm. All I Want for Christmas is You is now an extremely popular Christmas song that you're also going to hear every yeah. Christmas. So, and that's what, 30 years old, you know? So like not that old in comparison to all the songs. Um funny she seems to be the one that gets the target on her back when people are like christmas music that's the song that people point to is like fuck that song 
It's not that bad. It's better sure. than some of the other stuff we're singing around Christmas. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. All no I one want does for that. Christmas is you. You know, ooh, I don't know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's at least a little bit more catchy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But we're not a thousand. So it sounds good, right? I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I don't know what it means for you, but I know Christmas uh, songs, uh, people like to sing them. It expresses their joy. They like to celebrate. It's a tradition. Um, gets mm. you in the spirit of the season, um, depending on if you want to just have fun or you want your religious overtones or your folklores or, you know, yeah. I mean, as the landscape changes, so do these things. And I'm sure even like the tunes, I was even reading some where like some of these people were writing these songs thinking it was going to be saying in this tune. And then we're like, nah, 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 nah. We're gonna we're gonna change it to this. Um, Jingle bells is a good example. I actually was reading about that, and I didn't know this, um, but it was from an American songwriter out of 1857, and he wrote the song under the title "The One Horse Open Sleigh" in 1857. And it's and they noted that the song became synonymous with Christmas, and its original composition was intended mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Interesting. So we could have had two. Thanksgiving songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point in our lives. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be for um, uh, a Thanksgiving celebration at the Simpson Tavern in Medford, Massachusetts. And then, you know, just a catchy melody that took on. And then we're like, well, you're constantly saying jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle, you know, jingle, 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 yeah. jingle. So they're like, it, we all were like, no, it's jingle bells. Um, so I guess we all just collectively decided as a whole that we were going to change the name and um, sing it around Christmas because <laughs> snow sure. and shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it became really popular. Um, and now we all know it, of course. It is a catchy tune. I mm-hmm. mean, even if you don't care for Christmas music when Jingle Bells come on, you, you got to tap, you, can, you know? You can sing the alternate versions like, you know, Jingle Bells, Batman, Batman Smells, Robin, Robin Laid an egg. egg. Yeah. Yeah, when did we start all of that? That's what I should have looked up when all of yeah. us kids started bastardizing these songs for funsies, you know. Uh, See, I feel like it was an 80s thing, but I also feel like I, I remember something somewhere where it was almost like a, like it came somewhere else and I, I can't pinpoint where I remember seeing it, but I feel like it was an 80s thing. Could have been. Or we're just remembering it because that's when we were children and sang it. But who knows? Maybe it could have been the 70s, too. That's, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I feel like, like there was there was somewhere, something I saw where I okay. could have pointed it to the 70s. And I, I can't for the life of me remember. But maybe I'm misremembering. That's a, a possibility. Let's see. Let's see the the. Dar- the, the secret true history of Jingle Bell's Batman smells. Let's see if this one has anything <laughs> in here. <laughs> uh, if you grew up anywhere near English speaking world, that's kind of us. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you heard some version of this parody as a kid. Uh, but I've talked to people in their 40s and 50s that recall it. And this was written in 2015. So. Okay. So, yeah. yeah 70s yeah. for sure. Um, and then this person says goes back to at least the 60s when they were oh, researching shit. it. So, um yeah, interesting. Okay. Uh, it started, it came across writer Bob Weir. He started down the same path way back in the back days of 2006. He started <laughs> researching it here. Okay, sure. Um, but it looks like there was no a solid conclusion made, but like 60s is the earliest, um, I guess, that they can get back to because of a Batman cartoon. Uh, that's what I was going to say. So uh, that's when the Adam West show was on. Uh, yeah, yep, that yep, was yep. happening. So they would have done the animated stuff too when him and Burt Ward did the the 
So yeah, mm-hmm. it's right. It's all about Camp Batman. Adam there West. There you go. There you go. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that was the origins then and sure. not just like us kids being, you know, stupid, assholes, you know, and then, um, oh, yeah, and then it became popular in the 80s because of Simpsons. There yeah. you go. So that's probably why we remember it from the 80s, because Bart. Yeah. Bart was always Bart was singing, singing it. it. Yep. Yep. There you go. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, my God, Batman. that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that, that's the humor. Of mm-hmm. Kids and the Simpsons. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, those are some of the ones that I feel like countlessly um, been remade, redone, mm. different versions, you know. Um, but yeah, I just found that interesting that it, its initial association uh, for Jingle Bells was supposed to be Thanksgiving, uh, but yeah. then got secured as a Christmas song, which listening to the lyrics, that makes the most sense to me to assume it would have been Christmas, but... I don't know what Thanksgiving was like in 1857 or whatever. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, maybe it was an armpit of Christmas. I don't know. Like, Well, it's like you said, with the, the chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Who the fuck does that anymore? Uh, that that I do an... not know. If you do, let me know. Oh, for sure. But Please. I don't know anybody who eats chestnuts, let alone roast Roasts them on them an on open, open, fire. open fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and most like fireplaces and homes these days are fake anyway. So, um, yeah, because nobody wants to clean that shit. I don't blame mm-hmm. you. You know, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Outside of that, I just kind of wrote down a couple of things about like with Silent Night, um, which was one that I remember quite well. I mean, you know, I all of you know I grew up in an independent fundamental Baptist garbage mm. stuff so obviously saying this song a lot uh, but most of us already know it was created in austria 1818 um franz xavier gruber which i loved hans gruber anyway um <laughs> but he was a, a school teacher church organist um and they collaborated um and got this song out there in the first uh performance on the christmas eve of 1818 at saint nicholas church in obendorf I'm saying that right. So sounded uh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. And that one's another one that we know has become very popular. Come to find out, the Trap family singers out of World War II. Uh, you know, they kind of they came over here and started singing it, and came over there. So, so it just like took off all across Europe, and then came over here into the states. And it's just interesting to hear the etymology of where these things like sure. floated. Why it's a global. Things you know they weren't sitting there thinking this is going to be some global phenomenon. Well, maybe some of them were, you know, narcissistic yeah. enough to know that like, I'm writing <laughs> gold. You know, um, I, it is probably like what's your competition like? I don't know because you didn't really have like global news. So are you like aware of some really amazing composer maybe in a completely different country unless some group comes over and starts singing it? Like you know, I don't know how that worked. I don't know. Were you like, what's the little tap? Morse code. Yeah, we got yeah, a yeah. new song coming. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, of course, there is the popular song by British pop duo out of the eighties. Oh God! Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh boy! The very next day, you tore it apart, or something like that. I don't know, something but like that. wham! In eighty four, and I mean, you still hear that today. <laughs> Not as I, much, though. Not as much. Yeah. Well, you got to go to the grocery store. That's true. That's true. You, they play a lot of 80s and 90s music at the grocery store. But uh, yeah. And it was on their album, Music's From Heaven, From the Edge of mm. Heaven. 
Yeah. So we got to put in Wham. If we're going to give Mariah a nod, we've got to put in Wham for George Michael and, you know, True. making a new Christmas song over the last 30 years. Or maybe your first pop one. Maybe we've got to give the nod to Wham. And then Mariah just kind of was like 10 years later. You know what? It's I true. can do this better. Because it was yeah. exactly 10 years later. Because I want to say her song came out in 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes Santa Claus. That's a favorite. Mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. Um, 1947. Not as old as I would have thought. But around the same time. Because uh, it was uh, Gene Autry. Which we were talking about, of course, before. Singer, actor, cowboy entertainer. I loved that that was in his bio. Cowboy entertainer. Uh, But he had previously gained fame for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So he he wrote all of our stuff, it's seeming like. Hmm. Oh, he performed. So he would have performed that, yes. Yes. his, His version was the popular one? That's what it's sounding like. Or no, from Here Comes Santa Claus. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you meant Rudolph. Yeah. Okay. Well, he said that um, he had gained fame for his Christmas song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So along with Oakley Haldman um, and Gene Autry. Anyway, they made it popular. We know gotcha. it now around that same time. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, we could talk about plenty of them. But those were just the ones that I had seen that I thought was kind of interesting. Because I also want to be like, when did we do carols? Because I don't even hear that anymore. And honestly, growing up, I don't know if I ever heard any people doing it around our street or anything. So if you grew up in a place where people caroled, I'd kind of love to hear about it. Was it a nuisance? Did you guys really enjoy just standing at your front door listening to people? Like, is it what I envision it from the movies? You know, like, is it how it happened? Because I've never seen a group of people dressed together holding candles just singing Christmas carols so lovely mm-hmm. you know it may be the drunk guy coming home I hear him singing something but that's never usually that great but yeah, um, yeah carols uh, it was a European thing so maybe <laughs> we wouldn't have heard it as much but they were uh, actually pre-Christian pagan songs sung at winter solstice <laughs> which yeah. I mean probably should be what we're celebrating anyway right um, so on the shortest day of the year um, they would go out and, uh, you know, it, actually the word carol means a dance or a song of praise and joy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing anybody dance in these movies. So now I want to know if like the Europeans did it better where they're like song and dance outside your house, you know, like it was a real entertaining thing. Woo woo, You know? <laughs> well, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. You know, instead of just standing there like some nice people singing and stuff like, where do I look? How long am I supposed to stand here? This feels awkward, you know, but if they're like dancing and stuff, I'd be like, hell yeah, man, you know, um, mm-hmm. let's do it. But um, come to find out, actually, carols used to be written and sung for all of the seasons. Um, but Christmas was the only one where the tradition kind of stuck and but, stayed. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like, like, even to this day, I don't understand the purpose of caroling. Like, for, now, granted, I understand times are different. So mm-hmm. perhaps it was a form of entertainment for people sure. uh, to kind of lift their spirits or whatever. But to have that mindset to be like, you know what? We're going to go out to each and every house and just sing outside their house. Today, yeah. this would get you shot. For you know? no doubt. I, like, sadly, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, stand my ground. You know, it's like, um, we're just trying to spread God's love. You're spreading nothing over here, missy. Right? I mean, isn't it sad, though, that you might be joking, but, we're the, oh, I mean, you guys have seen the news lately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't knock on the wrong door, Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah one person that's not white. <laughs> 
Right? Oh my gosh. Well, even yeah. the one in the car. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm like, where the she accidentally sat down in the wrong car. Yeah. And then they got out of theirs to follow them over to theirs. I was just like, y'all need to chill. Yeah, exactly. Maybe calm that's what we all need Prozac. Um, <laughs> calm down. But yeah, I don't know. Did, were there any songs then you growing up that like you hear it now and it evokes some really great Christmas memory or? Yeah, with Chris, you know? with Christmas music, I, I, I think one of the reasons I do enjoy listening to it is there are core moments I can't say a, like a memory. Like I can't, I was even thinking about this the other day, kind of thinking about this before mm-hmm. we talked about it. And I remember moments, like fleeting moments of that time of year in my childhood. Mm-hmm. It, 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 nothing like a major moment that I can just pull out and it lasts for minutes. It's just like little snapshots that I can remember. And it it brings a memory back. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of gives me a... I don't know. There's an emotional response that feels kind of comforting because it's yeah. something I remember being enjoying or being happy about. So these songs just mm-hmm. trigger those. Sure. And, and the one this this might might be a surprise to so many people, but this is a album that is pure to me and something I would at least like to listen to one time every year. Because it does invoke those memories. Mm-hmm. And that is the Carpenter's Christmas album. Okay. Listening yeah. to Karen Carpenter and her beautiful voice mm-hmm. sing. And I know some of them are religious and that's that's not yeah, you know, I mean, my thing. Whatever. They could still be a good song whether you like. That's, you yeah, know. that's where it, it crosses the I also the don't think he was on a magic carpet, you know. No, no, no. So like I can <laughs> give some things, you know. But I mean, that's that's where I can kind of cross those boundaries where it's mm-hmm. I just because I don't believe it doesn't mean I can't enjoy what right. she's singing. Mm-hmm. And she I mean, for me, my money, Karen Carpenter's got one of the loveliest voices sure. that ever yeah. graced my ears. Mm-hmm. And so hearing that album, like I said, it takes me back to that time as a kid, just little moments, whether it's just like going out and, and looking at Christmas lights with mm-hmm. my parents or or just sitting at home and just being cozied up somewhere, seeing the Christmas tree mm-hmm. the night before, little things like that that I just, I have memories of or just even snippets, snapshots. Mm-hmm. It brings it back. Yeah. And I think that's the same kind of what I was mentioning with, uh, with Rudolph and, and stuff like that last week. Those shows, those, those specials, have a significance in that same way. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I don't, I have like a little playlist that I, I like to kind of listen to, but I won't do it like the entire month. You know no, what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's, it's too much. Yeah, kind of kind of what you said. when That that week before, mm-hmm. maybe the, the day before, a few days before, whatever, and then maybe on Christmas Day, like as yeah. everyone's opening presents, I might turn the, the playlist on. Kind of keep it low, but it's kind of in the background. Just something so in the background. Yeah. 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 I feel like people always switched over to whatever channel it was that had the fireplace on TV and would mm. always run um, Christmas music. That's what I seem to always remember people playing when I'd be at their house or something for Christmas. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. like pretending like we have a fire mm-hmm. just listening to Christmas songs. I think the reason why I didn't too much is it's pretty much the same song in just like 12 p 
people wrote their own version. So eventually I get tired because it's like, I've already heard the song a bunch. I know this is by so-and-so now and not so-and-so last time, but oh my God, I've already heard the song three times today. Sure. That's why I can't do it all month long. (laughs) And that's, yeah, and that's understandable. Now, uh, another thing that I've been trying to do, because if you, yeah, you go to something like the Carpenter's Christmas album, Mm -hmm. it's structured. You've got all the classics, you you know, Mm -hmm. any song you can think of, that's a Christmas song that everybody knows, I guarantee it's on there, unless it's something more modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, another album that I've kind of added to that playlist that is more modern in that regard, but uh, has some of those classic songs and a few others that I don't normally find anywhere, mm. is Seth MacFarlane also did a Christmas album. And since you know he what? sings in that... You know, yeah, he's got the crooner. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, first time I heard him legit sing, I was like, God damn, is there anything you can't do? Yeah. Like, and Jesus Christ, dude. Like, what one talented individual. He must be hard to get along with, though. He's that talented and that good looking and single. Mm-mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's got to be difficult to get along with. Maybe he's just too much of a creative and you can't live with someone like that, you know? Like, yeah. Know. Or it's a choice. I could be just being mean. It could just be a choice. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, you're I've allowed to do whatever you want. <laughs> he's dated a few uh, interesting short. Oh, <laughs> short-lived. I'm yeah. like, I've never hear about it. Uh, the 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 most famous one that I'm aware of is he dated. Uh, what's her name? Uh, she was the 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 dragon queen on House of Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, the, the Khaleesi, the Daenerys, the uh, really? Uh, yeah, whatever her name is, I can't. It's, I see your face clear as day, and I can't think of her name. I can too, but you know me, Amelia I'm, Clark. I'm not That's good for it. people's names ever yeah. in my life. Amelia Clark. That's her name. Yes, in 2012, 2013. Oh, so I don't know. know. Oh, Elijah Dusk Really? For yeah. Like a year? I think, I th- that's the only other name I really recognize on here. Nicole mm. Sullivan, Jessica Barth, Krista Campbell, Camille Guadi. Amanda Bynes? Amanda Bynes! What? Really? (laughs) Hold on! Sorry, I'm in a different rabbit hole now. Oh my god, it is the Amanda Bynes. I was like, it's got to be a different one. Really? I mean, you think... In 2008, dated Amanda Bynes. So I guess right before she unfortunately um, took the turn there, because I know she had a lot of um, mental issues that I think she's gotten herself back on track, but I haven't paid attention to her in a while but wow i don't know why that shocks me i don't see like amanda bides and seth mcfarland just don't go together in my head maybe yeah. i think there's too much of an age gap but i bet you there's not probably isn't because she's like our age i think amanda bides because she was popular in what early 2000s mid 2000s all right yeah. yeah i guess i'm always just gonna see her as the kid because that was when she was still popular was like her late to early 20s when she was making like she's all no she wasn't in that anyway whatever her (laughs) movies before it all anyway there you go seth mcfarland's dating history (laughs) but anyway yeah (laughs) but i mean he's got you know he's got a lot of interesting takes on some of the songs i mean it kind of like you said goes back to that old crooner sound Mm -hmm. and then he has uh typically with a lot of his albums he'll have someone like Nora jones uh, oh, doing she's got duets a nice with him. Too. Yeah. yeah, I'm. See, that's somebody. If I'm surprised, that's not part of his dating history because I see them doing songs together all the time. I'm like, you two are Is like she married, making maybe? music. She she might be, but 
yeah, the two of them, I know that they've worked together quite a bit, and she's done uh, oh, yeah. duets with him. One, I think they actually did a duet. Was it her? It might have been somebody else. Uh, hang on, I don't want to. I don't want to speak out of turn. Right. Uh, I know uh, it was a uh, Sarah Bareilles. I think that's the other one. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. But she's also kind of in that same. Nora Jones, yeah, uh, but they they did a cover of uh, maybe it's cold outside, and they oh, used yeah. they used the original lyrics, you know. The, so if you're offended, oh, the, oh, I do remember that for a minute. That all of a sudden we were well. Again, I don't think that was the intention, but what do I know? The Gen Zers are going to tell me I'm wrong and shame. To me a for point, it. though, I almost be like, well, there might be some. <laughs> I mean, the day and age that it was written in, there might be some truth to might it. Be. You know, might be, yeah. We we still weren't people. Um, still but, not in some people's eyes. I know, but but I, I, I don't know. I've never done a deep dive, really, so I don't know. We could just be inferring a lot too. Hmm. But, but there are a, a handful of other songs, more. Uh, I guess when I say modern, they're modern to me in the sense that uh, maybe. You don't think of them as the typical Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Another one that he had on the album, which I, I love this song. And it's such a non-Christmas song, but I, I think it's fitting. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of break up the monotony. And that's, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it properly. Malakaliki-liki. Uh, the, the Hawaiian oh, song. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kaliki Maka. Yeah, melancholy. Uh, the not in my head, but yeah. To say how they say it, yeah, in Hawaii on Christmas Day. <laughs> I'm yes. not going to sing it because I, I, think I, can't I know what you're talking word. about, but for some reason the tune, like I'll get some of it and then I'm dun, off on like skinamarinky dinky dink, and I'm like, that's not the right tune. That's all I'm gonna do. That's thank you. But no, I don't know why my brain was putting the skinnerinky dinky. But yeah, if you don't know the words, you're gonna say that's what you're gonna say. But like that's what they say. But no, I know which song you're talking about. Yeah. So there's that one. This one might be. Not controversial, just an odd choice that no one's mm-hmm. going to think about. But you know, Run DMC did Christmas Time in Hollis Queens. <laughs> ah, Christmas I might Time have to in Hollis Queens. Oh no, I don't know that I know this one, or I'd have to look it up and then hear it and go, "Oh, okay, yeah." It's got it's got a pretty interesting jam. It's like, it starts off. That does sound very Run DMC. Yeah, so very. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone's loving this. This being... <laughs> like, what are they doing right now? They've turned us down a little bit. But so. there was that here recently. I think it was last year when uh, they did the um, oh the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh yeah, that was cute. Yeah, they had there were there was a, a band called the Old Ninety Sevens, which I know yes. that. Uh, 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 What's his name? James Gunn. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he's he's part of the band or he's just good friends with them because mm-hmm. I, I've seen him kind of use their music quite a bit. 
but uh, they had a very like that song that they wrote for the the opening of that was a great song and it got stuck in my head. Mm. So that's kind of added to my playlist because I was like, I like that. Yeah. You know, it's a good song. And I think even the other one that Kevin Bacon sang at the end was also a, a nice oh, uh, yeah, maybe. addition. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Here that it is, Christmas time or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go but back the, and see it again. I watched it once last year. Yeah. Or the year before. I, I don't know when it came out. I, I think it was, might have been last year. Yeah, I feel it, like it's time. But the last couple of years. Time yeah. has no meaning anymore. I know. I feel like last year, but I could be wrong. But no, I, I like to scatter in some some different things, you know, because I think it just makes it fun. You got sure. Uh, uh, it's a silly song, and I don't even remember where. Uh, I'm almost positive Katrina kind of pointed it out, but it's it's this old "I want a hippopotamus for Christmas." Oh yeah, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what will they do? Yeah. But, but I, it was from like Alvin and the Chipmunks, or at least that's the version I'm hearing in my head as I want to have a. I know that's not who wrote it, but I feel no. like that's the version I'm hearing in my head. Okay. But yeah, they may have done that. They may have done a, a, a cover of it. I think it was. Um, oh, I can't. She's. Uh, Gala Peavy. There you is go. That's what it says here in 53. Yeah. Mm. All right. And see the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Isn't that their, their song? Was it. Uh, What's the name of the song? Oh, I should. Is I it just Christmas time? Christmas, Christmas time is uh-huh. here. Uh, time, time for joy and yeah. time for cheer. Mm-hmm. Hippo song? I don't know. Is that? Is they that did that sing goes? an "I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas," so there is an Alvin and the Chipmunks no. version. Um, I'm gonna have to look that up because that's not part of my playlist. I don't think. And I feel like that's kind oh, of... Oh, theirs is the two front teeth. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Two front teeth. Two front teeth. And it makes sense because they're chipmunks. Why didn't I think of that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's, you know, now in our old age. Oh. I get it now. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Because uh, I was 10. No. I don't and know. what about, what about, this is one that gets off forgot, mm-hmm. but... The Smashing Pumpkins did a Christmas song or a cover of one, Christmas oh, yeah? Time. I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, pro- I probably have to go back and listen, but I mean, I can hear Billy Corgan right now. So I'm like, Christmas yeah. time is high. Yeah. There he goes. Like, I can't do it. I'm in That's I'm bad. I'm down. You coming to the tree. And I'm <laughs> And then really loud music. So you can't really hear what's being said anyway. The guitar exactly. is louder than his voice. Yeah. I make fun I love, of you, Billy, but I watched, I listened to you. I owned yeah. your albums in the 90s. I, I love your music. I, Do you know I'm he, just... side note, I don't know how long it's been now that he uh, owns a wrestling federation. No, I did not. Yeah, it was a local thing. So um, one of my husband's best friends was Matt Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to go by M Dog 20. Anyway, he's a wrestler. Um, but we went to go see him downtown Chicago one time when he was wrestling. And I look up in the balcony and there sits Billy Corgan. And I'm like, what the crap? Come to find out it was his fed. And I was like, really? Huh. When did he do that? So at least 10, 15 years now, at least. Mm-hmm. Might have been longer. But yeah, I was just like, I'm at a wrestling thing, uh, like very low key. And just look up and see Billy Corgan. You're like, what? I was so confused. I was like, is he really a like underground wrestling fan? Cause like of all the places to see a famous person with like underground wrestling, you know, 
They weren't like mainstream. Anywho. Yeah. Billy Corgan history for you. Probably a lot of people were like, we've got an audience that watches wrestling. So I'm sure they're like, yeah, Lace. Mm-hmm. We've followed it forever. But anyway, it was news to me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think of any other songs that really click. I mean, there, there's mm. some of the more modern. Because even as we talk about them, like Rudolph, okay? Like mm-hmm. we know that that's, I guess that would be considered modern by comparison. Yeah, you know, yeah. To, I mean, in the last the 60 years-ish or so, yeah. But then you have someone like Chuck Berry come around and do Run, Run, Rudolph. and Oh, I almost forgot. Run, Run, Rudolph. Yeah. And and you kind of do that hip version, and it's not that far removed. So it was just like, well, what if we just take that, but when we put like a real rock and roll spin on Run, uh-huh. Run, Rudolph, Santa Claus to come into town. And it's, it's banging. It's fun. It's banging. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. So even just little ones like that, I think those are the ones that kind of stand out for me because it's almost like they break up the monotony. Sure, because you, yeah. you want to hear the classics, but then you like to slide in a fun one somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Something Santa Baby s- or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Santa Baby is actually one of my favorite ones. Now, what? who, who do you want to sing it? Well... I want to say it's the original, but I'd have to like look it up and see who it was because I know there's been a lot of newer ones. But yeah, I like now, the traditional sound for Santa baby, so put a sable under the tree for me. If I'm not mistaken, unless I yeah. have, don't know the the pro, I, I'm almost positive it's Eartha Kitt. I think you're right. The original, and she she just yes. Whew, sensual you know oh yeah Santa baby. oh it's well i mean if you listen to the whole lyrics like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah you know? yeah um but yeah that is one of my favorite ones and i just something about the tune probably the way she sings it too the the nice little um you know vibrato that they get on the certain ones there it's just mm-hmm. yeah i i love it i do love it that's one of my favorite ones if i hear that one i will stop and let it finish yeah um and I, yeah, I was looking it up here. I didn't know Gwen Stefani did a version, so I might have to check that one out. Because if it's like a ska mm-hmm. version of Santa Baby, that could be fun. Could be, yeah. Or at least that's what she used to be back in the day. I don't know if she's like, yeah, that's what they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. The, the band. I know she's solo or whatever and hasn't been with the band in a long time. But um, And then Michael Buble. Hmm. See, now he's he's one of those, depending on what song, I think he might have one in my uh, list here to me I, he's indistinguishable from some of the crooners from back in the day it's pretty amazing to me just like how yeah. how dead on he is so i like some buble mom listened the crap out of buble mm-hmm. he had that voice she loved from her childhood you know um and so he did it right but yeah that's probably one of my favorite ones santa baby mm-hmm. of all the christmas songs and for some reason i really like the little drummer boy i think it was just because of and it's simple yeah yeah it's it's good i like it mm-hmm. i like it's, that one now i will say and i know it probably doesn't make any sense because it's kind of their music but also kind of uh mixed in but i also like listening to the uh the charlie brown christmas music you know the yeah vince Garald, Giraldi. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? I think the so. The Vince Giraldi trio. Mm-hmm. Their little piano mixes. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of, they do their own uh, little Christmas bits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know. I just, I get, um, I enjoy it. Sure, sure. Yeah, and uh, the other one that used to come around all the time, and, and, and uh, maybe people have been, because I know that they travel all the time, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, of course, is one that you always hear. Now, I know they do a lot of stuff, but nobody gives a crap about them until it's Christmas time because of their... Um, uh, you know, because that's like the only song anyone knows, which I find it hilarious when I used to serve tables near a place that used to generate a lot of concerts and stuff like that. So we would always get like two rushes because before the first show and before the second show, you know, and I feel like everyone wanted to leave like after that song came on. I was like, yeah, that was the only one you knew, isn't it? Yeah. It's like going to a Godier concert and leaving after somebody that I used to know. Now that's the Carol of the Bells, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There, yeah. Now that that's one that I I find it's so simplistic, but it's it's very beautiful. Just yes. the, the way it's done, and depending on who does it, it it has its own unique charm. Mm-hmm. I think I've got a, a version of that in my my playlist that I listen to. Yeah. No, it's a fun song, and I and I admit. That's probably the only song I really know from them as well. It's the only time I hear it or anything, but I don't like put them on my playlist and I'm not spending hundreds of dollars to go to a concert for one song. But, sure, you know, I don't have the FU money <laughs> like some <laughs> of the people did that came into where I worked. You know, if you're willing to spend 50 bucks on just a steak with nothing else, you probably have money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you buy some Opus One for just yourself. That's a $400 bottle of wine. Like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yes. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say that one came around and I feel like that that you only hear about them around Christmas. I could be wrong. I don't follow in their circles. I don't know if they have like a fan group or anything like that, you know, but uh, <laughs> you never know. Uh, you never know. There probably is for everything, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I know I think most of them that stick in my head, though, are like the older crooner ones because I'm like, let it snow with Dean Martin, you know, that one I remember hearing all the time or have yourself a merry little Christmas. Um, although I think Judy Garland actually sang that first, right? But we only remember the dude's version. Yeah, because that's the only version that I'm I'm more familiar with is it's like with the guy. have yourself mm-hmm. a merry little Christmas. Yeah. And they deep. use it in everything. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so many, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, people true. are gonna play i don't know um and then oh holy night i feel like i liked that one a lot too there's something about mm, the mm. tune and if there was like a good singer singing that that i really enjoyed uh that one as well um uh, but mine's more like you like i i have like moments of time where i remember christmas music being played and i i remember those things but i don't know if i have a specific like this song means this to me around christmas because um right. and that could be quite common you know, I feel yeah. like a lot of nostalgia and stuff is just like, you know, hmm. I remembered that when I was a kid. I can't even remember what specifically those things are. And I, I feel like I wish I could drag those memories back. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Because there are fragments in my memories of Christmases over mm-hmm. time, just snippets here and there. But there's only one Christmas from my childhood that I can genuinely 100% wholeheartedly remember. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like it was because the entire mood, whatever whatever it was, I don't know what specifically was happening that day, mm-hmm. but everyone was just in a great fucking mood that Christmas day. Nice. You know? Yeah. You can even see it in the pictures that we took. It's like yeah. we were all making goofy faces at the gifts we got and going like, hey, you know, yeah. showing yeah. everybody. 
And never once did I see that kind of enthusiasm on another Christmas. Not to say that we j- we were miserable or anything like that, but mm-hmm. there was just something about that day. I don't wow. know. Our, our, everybody, mom, dad, brother, everybody was just in a great mood. Nice. Yeah. That's so, what you always hope for holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Is that everyone's yeah. going to be in a good mood at least once a year, you know? Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I don't wake up. Christmas morning, just wanting to be miserable. I want to be happy. I want sure, to yeah. be in the moment, but there's just something about, I guess for me personally, once it's done, it's done. You know, like once you get to that day, uh-huh. all that anticipation is just like, like you just feel yeah. the steam being let out all day. And then once you're at the end of it, it's like, well, I guess that's over yep. and you're done. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stress that leads up to it, too, especially as a parent or an adult. You're you're buying all of these things. You're probably the one doing all the decorating. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're hosting dinner or Christmas Eve or, you know, so, yeah, yeah, like as an adult, it's like, oh, thank God, you know, but I remember as a kid, you're like, I want it to go forever. Presents every day. You know, you got up at like 6 a.m. because you just couldn't wait. Mm -hmm. Like, I do kind of miss that feeling. Like waking up as a child on Christmas, which you would never, which you take for granted in the moment, Mm -hmm. you know, but just there's something about being that excited about the unknown of that you are getting that I do miss having that feeling, you know, because now it's just another day for me. I get up. I mean, things are prettier, right? Because we decorated and all this kind of stuff. But like all in all. It's another day. I can get up mm. whenever there's I'm not in a rush for anything. Hell, you know, unless kids are around, we might be opening gifts around noon, one. Like we don't care. We want to eat breakfast. We want to drink coffee. We want to go our separate ways for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, got to get ourselves together. But I do miss that feeling very much. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. There are times I've, I've thought back on it. Just remembering getting up very early, tired as hell uh-huh. because I couldn't fall asleep. Uh huh. Santa was coming, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So you you were already anxious. And then when you finally did get to sleep, you still wake up the next morning excited. Mm -hmm. Running down the stairs for me anyway. I was upstairs. I ran. But that's where your energy comes from because the excitement is like, I'm tired, but presents. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And then you get it in there and you seem like, oh my God, there's presents. Yeah. But six o'clock, they're still asleep. Should I open them? Maybe. I don't know. And then you just kind of caught because you don't want to disturb your parents but you kind of do you're just yeah i don't know i think i just woke her up i was like dude it's christmas get up it's time let's do it you know but i mean i had to kind of cross through their room to get downstairs to in my (laughs) it's like these days i don't even think it's legal (laughs) like you have to pass through a bedroom to get out of your bedroom like i think most state laws now like you have to have it separated off or whatever but anyway Hmm. um so it was kind of like i had to wake her up on my way through (laughs) it's like that's where you sleep sorry and i'm running through but yeah i do miss that i do very much so that excitement and then um you know actually being fooled by santa or anything mm. like I know some parents like don't want to lie to your kid and that's fair actually to set them well, up that way you know um I think it's more for the parents honestly with the whole Santa thing it's just more fun to watch like your child be enamored with this mystical thing you know that somehow mm. gives all of us presents if we were good in one yeah. evening around the world you know time zones whatever you want to call it and he's like oh my god where'd the cookies go uh, did yeah. your news stations ever do like the Santa watch i 
feel like I remember that vaguely, but yeah. I remember we used to watch those too. Cause like if, when he would start to get towards the States and I would be like, better go to bed. He's going to skip this house, you know? And I believe, you know, I'm like, all right, I better get up there and go to sleep, you know? Cause like he is, he's getting close to the States. I better, you know, he's in France right now and he's coming this way, you know? They're all in the lie. Right? (laughs) I know. It's like when you do find out it's a lie, you're like, what? You know? But you know, I mean, all right. So, let me let me kind of be advocate here or devil's advocate for for all that because as a parent who's done both i yeah. have told my my kids that there was a santa and then i've also told my child from you know minute 1 there mm-hmm. is no santa don't don't kid yourself mm-hmm. and i didn't try to like i understand as we experience that that excitement that mm-hmm. mysticism of it all and it's just like oh you know Am I, am I taking that away from her? But I also thought of it from a different perspective. And I'm not saying that this made me think, well, my parents just lied to me all my life. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. But at the same time, there was a process in my head. I was like, well, I don't want to lie to her. Mm-hmm. And I understand this is kind of a game. But if I lie to her for so long, how long does the lie continue until you have to break it? And then, oh, it's usually a friend that destroys that for you. Like your kid's probably the one destroying it for other kids. <laughs> well, we've even told her that because she did have some friends that would be like, you know, Santa's real. And she's like, no, it's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? how I learned my, fr- so my friends. Yeah, we we pretty much told her point blank. It's like, hey, if if other people believe in it, you know, you you let them believe whatever they want to believe. Mm-hmm. I said, we're just l- letting you in on it. Yeah. You know, but don't destroy someone else's right <laughs> christmas yeah but the thing is is i've seen certain kids who are getting into their teens and they're still believing in santa and you're just like in this day and age i seriously i'm not even joking how do you not okay i'm just curious yeah. with all of the electronics and the internet and the, all of this stuff like how how you could entertain something like that for so long i don't know I, I genuinely do not know. Like when I heard someone told me that, I think it was my wife told me that, and I was just like, "Are you shitting me?" Yeah. I feel like you need to you need to pop that balloon. But <laughs> yeah, know? as they're going into their teens, it, at least, yeah, I feel like I was like nine or ten. Yeah. I feel like Probably I was still same. young, but like old enough to be a little disappointed. But you know. I still yeah. wanted presents, so it was fine. I was like, oh, I'm still getting presents. Because why were we never confused why some of the presents were from Santa and some were for mom? Some right. were for, you know, like, we weren't suspicious of that. Like, why? Mm. Why? Okay, fine. So I guess mom helped Santa. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I guess that was always a lie, right? We were recruited to help every year. And right. Pick them out and... That's why you tell us what you want. We, we've got the line to Santa. Uh, hopefully people understand. I'm not shaming anybody who tells their kid about Santa. Yeah. You do whatever you want to do. I mean, I if your just, kid's 25, though, maybe it's time to break the news. Might might be time. Maybe, you know. I just thought, I, I kind of wanted to see from a certain perspective. Yeah, you had it, your own case group. Yeah, because I wanted <laughs> to see, it's like, would it make a difference if I have been honest with her, you know, upfront about everything from day one? You know, mm-hmm. never told my kid a lie. Does that shape who she will become? Mm-hmm. Will she be more honest? She has lied. Sure. But that's a that's a natural reaction, I think, when you're getting caught. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble because you're in survival mode. But I feel like even in her lies now, mm-hmm. it, like, I think she thinks it through. 
because like I asked her the other day about something. I was like, did you do this? And she knows she did wrong. Uh-huh. And you can see the wheels turning like she wants to say a lie. Uh-huh. But it's like she's sorting it through her head. And then she'll just kind of look at me. And I'm like, go ahead and say yes. Because I know what that means. Uh-huh. And she's like, and she'll nod. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay. I just wanted to know. So I, I could. Yeah. <laughs> do know. whatever I needed to do after. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, just, I just needed to I'm know. I'm sure it's that panic of first sure. nervous of getting caught at doing something you weren't supposed to do. You know, yeah. um, but at least there's that. She'll be like, come out with it instead of like trying to pile lie on lie on lie on lie on lie as like yeah. children do because we think we're so much smarter. Like our parents are never going to figure this out, you know. And I, th- I think that's what it all kind of boiled down to for me when it came to this. I wasn't trying to take anything from her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if it made a difference. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to see if she would be more honest and forthright with me and other people who mm-hmm. are with her because if she can trust us then that's that's what i want yeah you know come to us with any problem you may have you can tell us we're not gonna bullshit you we're not gonna lie to you so we're, we're being upfront and honest with you about the, all these fictional characters that bring you presents and easter eggs and whatever the fuck else yep 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 there's no bunny either sorry yeah, yeah. i don't know it just you do whatever you want to do. I, yeah. It was it was an opportunity to see yeah. how things would work, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it has made a difference. But yeah. like I said, she's she's been a lot more not saying she's perfect when it comes to no, honesty, no. but she's been a lot more honest and open about things than most of my kids have. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll well, just say you that. know, you had your own case group, so there you go. How many yeah, people true. get those opportunities to? I'm going to do this for you and this for you. Mm-hmm. And see who, who gets screwed up first. Yay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Woo. And then you'll know, even though it's too late for one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This time of year probably would breed a little bit more dishonest kids, right? Because you want to pre- be perceived as good so you can get all of the uh, all the presents. You know what, Cole? Yeah, but Santa knows when Santa. you're good and when you're bad. Or what is the, that's not he knows how it goes. when you, he sounds like a stalker. Yeah, he knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. You <laughs> He's know, staring it's at like, your window. Like we would arrest people doing that. No, you know. Yeah, you think? Um, I feel like that would scare you about Santa. <laughs> like he sees me all the time. I or, or like. Is this overtones for God? You know, like always knows what you're doing, you know, Uh, which I guess is kind of (laughs) most of our stuff, right? Like we got to throw that in there somehow or while we're hiding it from you. Um, But yeah, I feel like we should have all been terrified of Santa. Mm -hmm. He can just just break into our home, knows everything about us. Come on, guys. I just have this. Uh, see, it's, it's happening again. I have this clip <laughs> in my head uh-huh. where some kid is doing something they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of something a little bit more uh, adult in this regard. So okay. just follow me. Follow me with it. Follow you. Uh, some some boy is mm-hmm. doing something. Um, He's having maybe a good time by himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, f- found uh, ways to turn his body into a jungle gym. Anyway, uh, right. <laughs> you just see Santa outside the window tapping on the window. Hey. Hey, right. stop that. Stop. You're on the naughty list. Stop it. Right. Like, why Why is this naughty? Because it's so good, Santa. No. It's like, I can't stop, Santa, stop. No, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I know I'll probably go to hell, but I can't stop. I know what they told me. I know. It actually, you know, a lot of religion wants you to believe that, like, that's, like, bad. I'm like, really? Mm. 
Well, guess what? I found a hair on my poop. <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! All right, we've gone off the rails. I'm we sorry. Really have, as we do. Uh, as we do. Any, anything else on Christmas music? I don't really think so. No, I mean I wrote like such a little, you know, which I've already kind of, you know, told you all about uh, the little history of some of the songs. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of go a little bit over Christmas music, see if either you or you know I had any. You know, any sentimental value placed on any of these songs that maybe yeah. could uh, bring us back. And yeah, I don't know. Siblings, what's your favorite? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Mm-hmm. I could I could understand if you don't like Christmas music. Yeah. It can only take you so far. I would love to hear from our siblings, especially the ones in Discord, who like if if you have any Christmas songs that are like, you know, you don't have to like it all. But if there's one that you do truly enjoy. It's like, now that one I would love to hear every mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. if I could at least get to hear it once, I'm good. You know, right. I, I feel like we all have that one thing and mm-hmm. sure you can hate all Christmas music, but I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that mm-hmm. our, our siblings out there at least, at least have a little, yeah. a little in their, their a couple you know, of bones them. somewhere. Or maybe, a, um, you know, a holiday song from whatever traditions you celebrate. Maybe, sure. I'm sure there's plenty of those that I've never heard of. Um, you know, teach me some new stuff here. I'd love to hear something new. Maybe you'll go on my list because I don't really have any loyalties to any of them. <laughs> I mean, so. I remember the Hanukkah song, Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, that's the I, only I remember, one. There's got to be more. I'm sure there is. But there's got to be. The only reason I know that one is I think it was Carol Channing singing it in... Some Christmas oh special. Dreidel, 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 oh I made you out of clay. Yeah, that would be what would stick in your head, for sure. Yeah. That woman, I tell you You don't what. forget Carol you don't. Channing. You do not. <laughs> Come here, young man. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so, siblings, Christmas music, yay, nay, what's your favorite? What What? what do you just hate about? I don't want to hear hate. Let's be positive. Yeah, like I if you don't do like enough. it. Yeah, if you don't like it, just be like, eh. Yeah. And then be done with it. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you have one that we didn't mention that you really love, love to hear it, or your favorite Christmas album, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And if you are someone who does not celebrate Christmas and you have some holiday songs like mm-hmm. Dreidel Dreidel, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's called the Dreidel song or something. I don't know. I don't know. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find that clip and I'm going to insert it. I know. It. I was gonna say, I'm going to have to go I've listen to, to it, it now or else I'm just yeah. going to have your version of it in my head all day. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. I made you out of clay. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite holiday songs are. There you go. Holiday uh, songs. On whatever social media platform that you are using currently because it looks like uh, the one... Most popular is going to implode any day now. I, I mean, it's the advertiser's fault, though, really. Oh, yes. They're, I, we're all going to look at them and curse when it goes under because it is only their fault. And yeah. I don't know who you think you're fooling. Yeah, it's bizarre. It really is. It's just Asshole. can't believe they all want to see it tank so hard. Yep. Sure. So whatever social media platform, <laughs> Super Mega Crash, that's where we are everywhere. Uh, if, if we're not on one that you, you enjoy, let us know so we can get on there. I don't know what one we're not on. (laughs) But just don't ask me to learn Mastodon. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that. That's a little, I'm sure it might be easier than I'm letting on, but it's like, gotta find a group and make an interest or something. I don't know, guys, it was harder than me hitting a button and sending it. 
Yeah, just that's allow all me I to, do. <laughs> allow me to put in an email address and a password and be lit. And be and done. Now yeah. I'm on my page. Yeah, <laughs> I know that there's one. I don't remember which one it is that you can add music. They're trying to be MySpace. Oh, I was just going to say MySpace. That was the one that used to be able to decorate your page. If you knew how to write mm-hmm. HTML, you could oh, make yeah. your own backdrop colors. I had a friend who was actually really good. at. I didn't know any of that shit. And she would tell me like what numbers for the color that I wanted or something mm-hmm. and where I'd insert it. And yeah, I thought I was all sorts of fancy with my like moving background. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if that I page is even still there. I don't know. That's yeah, a good question. Yeah. I should go check one day just to see if it's still hanging out somewhere. I would have no idea how to get back into it because I think the email I signed up with has been a dead soldier for a long time. But uh, eh. anywho, off the beaten track again, as we yep. do. You're trying to wrap as it up. As we do. <laughs> but hey, send us an email at Super Mega Crash. Uh, support the show over on patreon.com slash Productions. Leave a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. And you can keep up with any and all things PencilPaperProductions.com slash SuperMegaCrash. Links are down below. Join us again next week, siblings, for our final episode this year. But until then, go, go, go beyond your limits. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, then dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. It loves to dance and spin. A happy game of dreidel. Come play now, let's begin. Dreidel! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.